The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to The Real Deal with Danielle Delaney. In the next hour, you'll hear from some phenomenal people and healthcare leaders and learn how their challenges became opportunities. Our goal is to show you how you can positively influence your own life experience and purpose and achieve success. And now, here is your host, Danielle Delaney. Hi, welcome to my show, The Real Deal with Danielle Delaney. And I am your host, Danielle Delaney. And today, the spotlight is my guest, is on my guest, Stacy Stilks, who is the founder and owner of Greenline Beauty, a natural organic skincare and cosmetics company. Uh, Greenline Beauty is located in the heart of Melrose District, the very trendy, cool area of West Hollywood, California. And her store has really become the go-to store for stars and also for others, just those interested in cruelty-free and healthy skincare. Stacy founded Greenline Beauty in 2009 because she saw a need in the market for natural, organic skincare and cosmetics, and she wanted to provide people with an alternative to the chemicals that most of us are putting on our skin, the largest organ in the body. Um, this has been Stacy's passion since she made the lifestyle change herself, which she's going to talk about today. And something made her aware of the environment, and I want to hear about that. So she's been a pioneer in this industry ever since. Welcome, Stacy Stiltz. I am so glad to have you today. Thanks so much for having me on. I'm super, super excited. Oh, I'm glad to have you here. You know I love wandering in your store, and I come out with that Coco Vana, beautiful body oils and, <laughs> and face creams and all sorts of things. And what's so good about it is everything smells so fresh and clean in there because it is. It's not that chemical smell that you get going to a pharmacy or a drugstore. It's all fresh and organic and natural and cruelty-free. So I appreciate you. Thank you. We appreciate you. <laughs> so tell me, tell me, take me back to the moment when you really thought, let me stop ingesting this garbage and let me stop putting garbage on my skin. Because really, I can tell you, I will tell you in a little bit about what that moment was for me. But what was your awakening to that? Was there something going on in your body or were you just environmentally aware? Tell me, tell me a little bit about how this started for you. Well, it started for me, I decided, I was a vegetarian since I was 12. So okay. I was always really um, cautious and really super, super, like, reading ingredients at a young age. Really, like, I would have to say kind of kind of a lunatic because there was no computers back then. <laughs> well, did did your parents do 40s. that or did you just kind of on your no, – how did you find out it, and become this lunatic? How did that happen? It was, it was on my own. Um, my mom – it's a really weird story. She made pot roast, which we never had pot roast because mm-hmm. we're Jewish and we don't make pot roast. Mm-hmm. And I asked her to make a pot roast like all my friends' family. She made a pot roast. I took a bite of the meat, and I asked my mom, I've never seen this kind of meat. Like, what, what is this cut? Like, what is this? My mom's like, well, it's, it's meat. It's a different cut of meat, and that's like, you know, the flesh of the meat. And I was just like, 
I couldn't eat. I couldn't stand it then. After I, I realized mm-hmm. it was two and two together, so I just became a vegetarian because I just I loved animals so much, and I couldn't even think of putting another piece of like an animal in my body. So mm-hmm. I went from being vegan, vegetarian, back and forth because it is hard to give up that cheese. Yeah, it is. And I was reading books and really aware of like what I was putting in my body, but I really was never aware about what I was putting on on my skin. And I had suffered from allergies. I had major issues. I could never really wear makeup. Hmm. So I just had lipstick, and I was wearing really bad, like, I would say Mary Kay. Um, I mean, I'm from the Midwest, so Mary Kay was a big deal. Mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. using Mary Kay skincare, um, some Lancome, and Neutrogena. And that's, the only, that's what I used. Huh. So I decided to change... Um, when I got this job, I changed career paths, and I started really researching, like, I, the difference in skincare. And I was taking these books and reading, and as I was reading these books, I was so shocked about what I was putting on my skin. And so what I, a lack there is out there of good stuff, too. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was, it, and this was like, God, this was like 28 years ago. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't a lot, there was not a lot of natural out there. And the little that was out there was really, like, pretty amazing. So I switched all of my toxic ingredients and just went completely natural. Wow. And for the first month, my skin, it totally changed. It went from being, I was never greasy, I became this grease ball, just an oil slick, because my skin was <laughs> purging. It was horrible. Like, I didn't even know what to do. I've never had this. Uh-huh. And after it purged, all of a sudden, my, it, my, my pH balanced, and I had this great skin. And people were stopping me and saying, oh, my God, you have beautiful skin. And I'm like, what? Who are you telling me this? <laughs> I've never been told that. I remember telling my mom, calling her and saying, Mom, people think I have really pretty skin. And she's like, are they crazy? You don't have great skin. <laughs> Thanks, <And> Mom. Right? <laughs> it, just, it was so such a really – it was crazy how my skin changed dramatically. And then I, wow. I really got into, like, the whole idea of ingredients. I became really, like, on top of it and wouldn't even use anything unless if there was no chemicals in it. Like, I, it was really important to me that it was chemical-free. You know, even making things in your kitchen. It's so easy to make your own scrubs and masks, things mm-hmm. like that. Just really, it's so simple for people. So that's how it started for me, and then it just, like, it took off. And I just, I really, like, changed my life, and it became a lifestyle for me. Unbelievable, because, you know, we have something in common there. I was a vegetarian in high school, too, but I started because my sisters were, and I was a trendy moron, and they're my older sisters, so I wanted to do what they were doing. And uh, it lasted, I would say, from teen years until, well, God, maybe I started at, like, 11 or 12, because they're, they're a few years older than I am, my sisters. And then one day I wanted a burger, and then I completely, like, after three or four years complete vegetarian, I wanted a burger. And I thought, maybe my body knows what I want. You know, it's just that, that little brainwashing we do to ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was, um, I was a meat eater and a carnivore for years and years. And then a couple years ago, I went completely vegan because I was just icked out by finding gristle in chicken. And my own yeah. mother, Myra, kept saying, the chicken's too chickeny, but it doesn't taste like chicken. Like, we would talk about it. And it, the cheese, indeed, was the hardest thing to give up. And in California, 
you know, we, there's all kinds of substitutes. There's Whole Foods and Sprouts, and there's also Cafe Gratitude and, you know, places that I love that are vegan. But I have to admit, I eventually slipped a little, and I, I, get, I eat fish. So I'm pescatarian now, but I really like the lifestyle, and people do ask why I look healthy and why I'm so clear and how I can run multiple businesses and my practice and be clear-eyed and deal with all the stress. And a lot of it's how, what I put in my body. And Absolutely. I know that. And so I take good care of it. And, um, and then I realize the products, if the skin, if epidermis is the largest organ, it's all over us, what mm-hmm. am I putting on my skin? And that's something I want to ask you about because I have Hashimoto's disease, which is a thyroid condition. It's an autoimmune right. disease. And I'm on all sorts of web pages for it. I have a naturopathic doctor and an endocrinologist. And, you know, I have, I have, I've got it covered. And I take the natural meds, the armor and the, um, the nat- nature thyroid, which I had a problem with anyway. It's pig thyroid. But, um, mm-hmm. but it's really interesting when you see the incidence of cancer, of thyroid disease, of lupus, of all of these autoimmune disorders, including diabetes, which is autoimmune, and including so many others. And then you see people that are drinking unpurified water from their tap in Hollywood, California. That's bad. And then... um, and then they're also just, you know, we don't know what our vegetables are washed in. And we don't know unless we're doing it ourselves. And, and it's really a tough call, I find. And I try not to bother people with what my belief system is because I know it's a little extreme as far as, like, water filters on my shower and what I do and don't eat. And I don't bother others with it. But the skincare, I really want to hear what's your take on, like, the, the rise of dis-ease, disease, which is dis-ease in our bodies, because people aren't making the switch, some of them. What, what do you notice in people's health that's being caused by these chemicals and parabens? Well, I can tell you um, it's, it's a huge thing, and I, I hear it all day long. We, I, my store's been open for seven years, and prior to that, I worked for, like, one of the largest manufacturers in the U.S., mm-hmm. um, Hain Celestial, and they're primarily a food company, but they bought um, Jason Natural Products, which is one of the largest top three manufacturers. And I, was I see them at Whole trainer. Foods and everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, everywhere. And they private label, they do everything. And Jason has been around, oh, my God, for years. And people just don't understand, know how long it's been around. But in 2004, there was a big movement. Um, the National Institute of Health published um, in the New York Times and the L.A. Times a whole thing about parabens, and that's when it became, it really was an eye-opener to people that these parabens were linked to causing breast cancer, and it started with breast mm-hmm. cancer being such a big thing that everybody was aware, and I, I'll never forget um, working and having women come in. Before 2004, I worked in retail, and women would come in with breast cancer, and they would tell me, if I can give you one tip, it is to make sure you're using a natural deodorant. That's mm. what's causing breast cancer. And with the parabens, and there's so many people, and they're still using parabens, they should be banned. They're banned in a lot of, like, they're banned in Germany and in London, a lot of sections of London. They're In the U.K., they're banned. But here in the U.S., they're still going strong, which is really sad. It is sad. Um, it is definitely, it's in, parabens aren't just in our um, skincare, it's in our food with all the preservatives. And it is the, the rise of people with autoimmune disease has won up tremendously. 
I mean, it's startling. I, it's startling. I follow all these pages, but you don't look sick. Um, Stop the thyroid madness. Uh, there's another one about living with Hashimoto's disease. Hundreds of thousands of people from all over the world, but tons in America. Tons. Tons. And it is linked. It is linked from the um, parabens. It's linked from our food. Mm. People just, and the, the thing that's really sad is that a lot of times people will come find me because we're, you know, we're, everything's organic. It's natural. We don't do any preservatives that are toxic, no chemicals. So they'll come find us when they get diagnosed with something, then they get cured, and then they go back to their dirty habits. Uh, that's true. it's the true. saddest thing. And it's not that they do it on purpose. I think they do it because it's not convenient. So finding products that are really clean and natural, it's not the most convenient thing. And there's a lot of whitewashing. So you go, people don't know how to read labels. So you go into your Target or your Walgreens, or your mm-hmm. CBS, and they have a natural section. But if you really read the ingredients on the products that they've chosen, it's, it's horrible. They're not yeah. clean. They're not natural. Um, I never like to bash brands because I understand every. I understand from a manufacturing standpoint, and I understand if there's an audience for it, someone's going to buy it. Mm-hmm. But you have to also realize in these larger stores, there's a reason that they have to have parabens because they buy such large quantities and the shelf life is stays longer. If they were to have something that was so clean, they would have a shorter shelf life and they wouldn't be able to carry it and stock it right, in their right, store. Right. Yeah. So that's a lot of times that people just don't understand that. You know, that's the truth because it's not easily, readily accessible and available to everyone. And I think that's Greenline Beauty is so successful. For one thing, it's really unique and it's a beautiful store. But also, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's kind of my go-to. It's not like I know where else to go. And I look at Whole Foods and I turn the bottles around or wherever, you know, any of these chain stores. And I look and I think, okay, this says it's natural. And even though the soap bar is clear, it's full of this glycerin and that paraben and this and that. And some don't even list it, which is even scarier. But yeah. the ones that do, I start thinking, this isn't what I want to put on my body. And I, I do believe the closest to nature, like actually using a coconut or using whatever, yeah. then the better off we are. But there are some things that we can't play with. And I'm going to admit to you that I am, you know, I'm not a, cold, a total winner when it comes to blocking this stuff <laughs> from going in my body because I knew someone years ago who I call Stinky, that used to use his, uh, he used to use that rock, the deodorant thing. And he would say, well, deodorant's bad for you, or antiperspirant's bad for you. And I said, no, what's bad for you is if I think you stink. That's bad for you, because I don't want you around. And it was terrible of me, but he was trying to do something nature, you know, nature-based and organic. But he, there were other people that called him that. There were other people that did. So have they improved on that product, or is there something better I would love to make that switch because that sounds like a really important one for health. There is, 100%. It is probably the hardest thing to switch with natural because most people have the perception of what you're saying. Oh, my God, you smell. And you get a natural deodorant, you try it, and it works for two days, and then the third day you really start smelling horrible. Yeah. Um, When I made the switch, it's it's a hysterical story. (laughs) Please tell it. I love that. I was eating Indian food um, the night before, with my girlfriends, and then the next night, my boyfriend came over, and we were sitting on the couch, and he's like, God, it smells like Indian food, and I'm like, I don't smell anything, and it was me, because <laughs> it was coming out of my pores, so I was so embarrassed by that, and I was like, oh my God, like, what am I, I've been using natural deodorant, like, what am I going to do? So I learned that from <laughs> using natural deodorant, the way to get rid of the smell, it takes about a year 
for mm-hmm. your body to detox and get okay. rid of it. You've got to realize, usually when you're like 12, you start using deodorant. Right. And so you're, and your arms are always down. Our, we don't walk around with our arms up, so there's no circulation whatsoever. So our pores are clogged with all these chemicals. So it takes about a year to like flush them out. And the mm-hmm. best way when you're switching to a natural deodorant is to make sure you're eating lots of greens. You can either eat just like, I have like a green drink every day, like a juice. Mm-hmm. You can eat raw broccoli, kale, spinach, whatever. It will help flush it out faster. It really okay. helps. And, and we do have, um, right now, the hottest natural deodorant on the market is called Agent Natura. And it, um, the girl's lovely. She hand batches it, hand pours it in her house. And it wow. is like taking over. It's like and what a, is it called? Everyone is obsessed. Agent Natur. Agent Natur. All right, I'm gonna mm-hmm. be. I'll be right down. Like I'm, I honestly yeah, need to have that because it's, I've been. I've been slacking in that area. I haven't been doing what I should do. And knowing I have something autoimmune, knowing that I. I deal with the Hashimoto's and that it can be reversed. There's some things that can be reversed and there's some things that can't. And, you know, I think that I need to make the switch in a lot of different areas that I haven't as well. So, I, you know, for my listeners, I don't want you guys to think that I'm high and mighty and think I'm better than everyone because I'm holistic and natural and organic. I make the same mistakes as everybody else. And I quit being vegan at one point and now I'm pescatarian because I was annoying myself, even though I was ordering, you know, even if I'd order a pasta, I was like, is there cream in this sauce? Is there this? Is there that? It's totally possible to do it. It's doable. But I'm not much for cooking as it is. I mean, I can do it under duress, and I can make some beautiful things, but there's only a handful of things that I'm good at making. So I just find all of it a bother and a mess, and I've got a lot of other things to do with my day. So it's not my main thing. And... um I find that, yeah, you know, little things that I can change and tweak. I'm just as guilty as anyone else. I need to do it. I need to make that change. Yeah, it's, it's definitely, that is like the biggest change. If someone would come into the store and they would ask me, like, if I was to change one thing, what would it be? And my first thing would be deodorant. Mm-hmm. That's my number one. It's my one thing to make sure. It's like, it really is, is it's such an epidemic with men and for women. Yeah. Um, Men get I mean, breast cancer, too. You're absolutely they right. They get it, too. And it's also just because it's going into those pores and they're so clogged, and because of the circulation, it's really important to make to make the switch. Wow. Okay. That's a huge one for me because, you know, I've been taking things out of my body that were toxic over these past few years, and that's one of them that I just haven't been able to part with because I didn't like the smelly experience. So <laughs> I'll just yeah, have just to go back to right eating one. really clean <laughs> while I do it. And uh the juicer, you know, that was another thing. I bought the Omega juicer. I watched Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead, which is a great documentary. I also watched Forks Over Knives, which is great. Yeah. And um, what's that other one? What's the other one I'm trying to think of? Food Inc. Food, food Inc. Inc. Yeah, Food Inc. Food right. INC. Food Inc., Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead, and... Um, and the other one I said, those are all really good. But I got the juicer and I was doing it and I realized, like, my God, I'm constantly taking this thing apart and my hands are wet. So I'm going to get a Vitamix that's faster and just find a way to make those greens and do it because the best, some of the these juicers are so make. high maintenance, you know? Yeah. We have a juicer, but we use our Vitamix every day. The Vitamix is like genius. You can put anything in there and it tastes good. Yeah, I'm going to need to do that because if I'm going to detox from, from deodorant and I need to be eating greens, that's the way to do it. And what do you recommend for people that, that may be in a, in a lower income bracket or who just don't make enough to be buying organic vegetables and doing all of that all the, all the time or growing their own? 
How can they start making a switch? I would just say using more natural things on your body, whatever you can find that isn't from the store. What do you think they should do? What could you, what would you tell people to do? I definitely think that, like, I get that question a lot. Like, a lot of people will come in and say, like, I want to switch. I mean, the number one thing you have to switch is your diet. Like, for me, you have to be ingesting food that's organic. And if you're going to do anything, you need to make sure that you're avoiding the stuff that's on the deadly list. Do you, are you, mm. you know about the deadly list? I'd love you to tell everyone. Food. Yeah, let me grab it so I don't forget one. <laughs> you might forget. No, that's fine. But, yeah, there's, it's good to know what we're ingesting, and so many of us don't, and the government's not making sure of it. They don't care. So it's, you know, we've got to take care of ourselves. We all have to be really active in our own self-care and advocate for ourselves. I've had doctors give me a medicine for my thyroid that was synthetic, and it gave me back spasms, and my eyelids were twitching. And I know that that's not okay, even if they're saying, oh, just give it more time. Like, oh, so I can get used to poison? That sounds great. You know, no, I want off of it now. And we really have to speak up for ourselves and be advocates for ourselves. And knowing what the deadly lift is, is is imperative. And I know I try not to eat out of boxes and a bunch of processed frozen things. Sometimes it's easy go-to when you're flying around doing interventions. You come home at weird hours right. and you need to eat. But it's better if I reach for an apple or if it's better if I reach for cranberries that aren't sweetened. And it's right. just, you know, it's, it's habits. It's forming a habit. So yeah, tell us about this deadly list. I'd love to hear more well, about the that. Deadly list of, um, the deadly list is like things that should be organic because they do carry high pesticides. Mm-hmm. Um, alfalfa sprouts are one of the, on the deadly list. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. Um, apples. Wait, do you mean deadly as far as get the organic ones, not the sprayed you ones, or what do you mean they're the on the deadly things, list? It's called the deadly list because you need these are the things that need to be organic. Otherwise, you're just eating a full pesticide. Okay, that's okay. So yes, read those because I've always heard that the thinner the skin on something, the more necessary for organic. Like, say, a pineapple. It have, that has thicker skin if you absolutely can't afford organic pineapple if, or a cantaloupe, and but if you're eating a yeah. tomato, go organic because it's thin skin. So, yeah, please read that deadly list. So it's things that you should buy organic whenever possible. These, yeah, these are the things that you should be buying organic. Alfalfa sprouts, apples, celery, tomatoes, cucumbers, canola oil, um, corn, cotton, Collard greens, coffee, grapes, hot peppers, nectarines, kale, peaches, potatoes, papaya, snap peas, spinach, strawberries, sweet bell pepper, any soy products, sugar beets, zucchini, and summer squash. Wow, I caught on. That was alphabetical until we got to the summer squash, wasn't it? <laughs> like, pretty slow on the uptake there, but I noticed it right about middle way. I was like, oh, hey, it's alphabetical. But that's, that is really good to know, and I think you can probably Google that if people didn't get all of it. Yeah. Or you can rewind if you listen to this as a replay instead of live. And um, I think that's really important information, Stacey, because, you know, I slice up cucumbers and put them in my filtered water, but if they're poison cucumbers, and I'm not doing anybody any favors. So, exactly. yeah, I buy organic That's... cucumbers, but some of the other things i got to reconsider. You're right. You definitely have to reconsider. And the thing is that you were asking again about, like, low income if you don't make that much. So 
everyone, in, especially in Southern California, outside of Southern California, it's not as accessible to find a farmer's market. But farmer's markets in, like, Southern California are very easy, and there's always one going on, like, almost every day of the week except for Fridays. They have them. You just have to, like, go. You can go online and mm-hmm. check out, like, Los Angeles um, Farmer's Market or whatever area you live in mm-hmm. you can, and Google that, and it'll pull up farmer's markets. Farmer's markets are the way to go because the prices are fantastic. And a yeah, trick I love for people them. that, you know, if you don't have a lot of money, and I know a, we have a lot of college students that shop in our stores, and we have some um, people that have, like, their lower income, but they want, they use natural products and they save up so that they can get good skincare. If you go before they close the farmer's market, they want to get rid of everything. So mm-hmm. they give you, like, half off. Oh, see, that's a good tip. I didn't know that. I go early because yeah. I don't want to deal with the crowd. That's smart. Right. So if you go before they're closing up, they want to get rid of all the stuff they have because they want to sell out because, you know, it's, it's fresh food. It doesn't last. So they sell out. And a lot of the places at farmer's market, if you look at the ones that put it in bags, mm-hmm. I don't love that they use plastic bags, but they always have deals, like dollar bags. So if you go there and you really stock up on all of your um, produce and everything at the farmer's market, they don't all have the certification, but in order to be a California certified farmer's market and be able to have a booth, you have to be pesticide-free. So well, We're is, very lucky living here. I mean, we, can't, yeah. we couldn't be any luckier because we have such access to all this, but what about my listeners in Kentucky? What about my listeners in South Korea? What about my listeners, and hello to all of you, what about my listeners on the East Coast that don't have the same weather and produce we do, or in the South? I have a friend in Sevier County in Tennessee, so hello, Sevier County. Um, you know, they don't have as many farmer's markets, and she, when she comes to California, she just gushes about the produce and goes crazy eating fruit and vegetables, but she doesn't get as much of that fresh where she lives, and the winters are brutal and, you know, all of that. What, what, what can they do? Well, what I can say is really interesting is that Whole Foods is not the number one organic um, grocery store anymore. Okay. Which is really interesting because as much as I'm not an advocate for Costco or Walmart, I, they're not stores that I would personally shop in, but we also live in Southern California. And also because I'm a small business owner, I don't like to advocate, but they have options that are affordable. I have friends that live here, and they have they have um, three three kids. They can't afford to go to Lassen's. They can't afford to go to Whole Foods or Sprouts. So they go to Costco or they go to Walmart, and they have a huge organic selection. And wow! Okay, that's half. good to know. That's very good to know. Well, listen, we're going to go to break for a moment. Stacy. before we do, can you give out your website, and then we'll come right back and talk about more of this. Sure. It's um, www.greenlinebeauty.com. Okay. When you Do you have an Instagram or anything, too? Once you go to our website, you can hit our Instagram, our Twitter, our Facebook, and our Snapchat. Okay, good. So it's all comprehensive. Okay, perfect. Well, we'll be right back. We're talking with Stacy Stiltz about her store, Green Line Beauty, and organic care and natural cosmetics and beauty products. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you think you've seen online TV before... 
Let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to The Real Deal with Danielle Delaney. If you'd like to connect with Danielle, feel free to send an email to therealdealwithdanielle at gmail.com. That's therealdealwithdanielle at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. You're back listening to Danielle Delaney. That's me. And this is The Real Deal with Danielle Delaney. And my guest that I'm just so happy to have here today is Stacy Stiltz. And Stacy Stiltz is the owner of Green Line Beauty here in West Hollywood, California, and on Melrose and La Brea. It's a great store for organic, natural beauty and skincare, cosmetics and skincare. So we're talking about why, the reasons why this makes a difference. It's not just a cool label to have in your bathroom, although it is very chic, um, but it's not about that. It's really about, um, you can order this from all over the world. There are people who make orders all over the world, right, Stacy? Yeah, we have people. We have a huge following on the East Coast, I have to say, and London. Oh, our great. Biggest, biggest market. That's fantastic because it really is interesting, you know, how we're all in our own little world. Wherever we live, that's just kind of the way people live. And in California, we're fortunate that it is a healthy lifestyle, but it can also be annoying, you know, to some of us because when I wasn't living a healthy lifestyle, there was nothing I wanted to hear less about than people's diets and what they're doing and their yoga and their namaste and blah, blah. But then I I tended to get, you know, to lean back into it with working with what I do, which is addiction and recovery and people living a holistic, whole self lifestyle of treating all of themselves, their body, mind, soul, spirit. And that, that includes what you ingest. That includes what you put on your body. And I work with so many people with life transitions and, you know, counseling them through troubled times, crisis, crime, as well as addiction and recovery, which is a way people cope with addiction um, when they're coping with trauma. And really being kind to yourself is something I always stress, whether it's a bath and some flowers and some candles or seeing people that are good for you and not toxic. But we also try in holistic healthcare to guide people toward products and well-being lifestyles, you know, that are just better for them regardless of where they live. So... I think it's great. So they can go, people can go to your website to order products worldwide? Yes, you can go to the website, which is um, www.greenlinebeauty.com. Um, we also do, if people like want to have a phone consultation, they can call the store. It's um, 323-933-5369. We're kind of old school in the way of, of the boutique where everyone that works um, at Greenline is an esthetician and a makeup artist. And they have to live the lifestyle so they really understand um, what's going on with the client. We do have a lot of um, doctors and naturopaths and acupuncturists that send their clients to us uh, and help them while they're going through an autoimmune disease or cancer or anything. Um, We do pregnancy, 
uh, teenage acne, hormonal um, acne, which is a big one, probably the biggest Mm. one. Mm-hmm. When women are going through menopause and they have hormonal acne, so we work a lot with the doctors and they'll send them. And we also work a lot with the Cushy Institute um, for people that do macrobiotics. Which institute is that? The Cushy Institute. And they just focus on, they're completely macrobiotic. Can you spell that? Oh, um, <laughs> or can you attempt? Me off to <laughs> I think it's KU. Let me look. Hold on one second. I think it's KU. Okay. I, I just don't know what it I'm is, so I love learning about it. And you know what's interesting, too, is uh, my sister, my sister, Larae Williams, she has a line of Bohemian Botanicals, and, um, and she has a website, and she sells natural oils and things that I don't use enough of. And she actually, I should put you two together, but it's the Bohemian Patriot News is how you reach her, B-O-H-E-M-I-A-N, and then Patriot, P-A-T-R-I-O-T, news, N-E-W-S, at gmail.com. And it's natural oils, all, all organic and beautiful things for healthcare that are they're medical, medicinal alternatives. And uh, my sister had brain surgery last year and was my other sister and was taking all sorts of uh, prednisone and steroidal things that were making her sick and gain weight. And my sister, Lorraine, recommended to Kelly, try this licorice root. And total difference. So she's a good one to be in touch with, too, for the listeners all across the world. By all means, you know, reach out to her if you're looking for some natural products and natural alternatives, even if it's just for her to tell you where to get it. She'll, she'll reach back. So tell me about this website, too, Stacey. Did you so find it? So the Cushy Institute is it's KU. S-H-I. Cushy. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's Cushy the institute. institute. Okay, great. I mean, you're and they giving do, people um, tons of info. Fully macrobiotic. Fully macrobiotic. Okay. Now, what does macrobiotic mean for people who don't know? Well, macrobiotic is a lifestyle, and um, a lot of people that go through, like, disease, they, they um, basically with macrobiotic, you do no dairy, no meat, what, so no sugar, no salt. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all just whole foods. Um, mm-hmm. They do, um, there's, I mean, when you get really into it, there are special ways of um, cooking the food. You, um, things, they don't do certain things in the oven. You can only do, like, um, steaming, like all fish is steamed. They do do fish, but that's mm-hmm. it, like no meats, no sugars, no egg, no dairy. Um, there's a restaurant next to me called M Cafe, and they're all macrobiotic. Oh, I didn't so realize they were macrobiotic. That's great. Oh, yeah, they're, yeah. So we get all the main counselors and stuff. They send their clients shop with us. So there's a lot of restrictions. So with them, they take it a step further, and they're really big on your personal care. So whatever you're using on your skin, if you're eating all the food, you're not allowed to use skincare. That's everything has to be in glass, no plastic whatsoever, because it leaches into the product. Exactly. So now, what's we, the address of your store again? Let's put that out there because I know it's Melrose and La Brea, and now I'm, I know it's next to M Cafe, which now I'm piecing it together. I guess that's for macrobiotic, the M. Yeah. I didn't know. But uh, what's your address? It's 7123 Melrose Avenue. We're on the corner of Melrose and Detroit. Okay. And is that West Hollywood? It's West Hollywood. Okay. And what's the zip, just in case? 90046. Okay, because I know some people are like myself. If not for Google Maps, I would not get anywhere that I'm supposed to be. <laughs> so <laughs> that helps. This is all 
such good information, Stacey. And, you know, I want to tell a little story because that's always relatable. And I'd love you to tell a little anecdote about your experiences with veganism and, and, um, and with healthy skincare products. I actually was using some skincare that was not, um, it was not green. It was not organic. It wasn't good for me. And I didn't know it. It was really moisturizing my skin and I have dry skin. And, um, it was just some over the counter stuff, you know, that I got at Rite Aid or Dwayne Reed when I was in New York or wherever, you know, I was just grabbing products wherever. And sure enough, I started to develop a rash. And sure enough, my, my uh, dermatologist said, what are you using? What have you changed? What are you ingesting? Is it something you're eating or is it something on your skin? Uh, turns out I'm allergic to certain nuts, but it also turns out that this skin cream had those nuts in it. And it also had a lot of other things in it that I had no idea. So this is when I became kind of socially conscious and aware of the environment and of what we put on our body and what people are putting in. I mean, why are they making this stuff? It's terrible. And, um, and how unaware so many people are, even myself working as a holistic, you know, wellness and healthcare and crisis interventionist counselor, all of that leading to a healthy lifestyle. I didn't know what I thought I knew. So it made me get more into browsing in your store and Googling and looking things up and really getting the information. So that's my little story that it wasn't fun to have a rash and because I'd given it to myself. <laughs> so it's, uh, you know, we, we're in charge of our own health. And I always tell people, even if you're not working with a large budget, the most important thing you can invest in is your health. I tell people that for interventions and counseling, you know, if it's a, even if it's an intervention in your marriage that's causing you stress or any other crisis that they say, I'm not in crisis. Well, yes, you are. If you're not feeling well about something and if it's causing you distress, that's a crisis. And um, I think that people need to really advocate for themselves and work on making their lives something they don't need a vacation from, something that's livable from the products they use, the products, the, the food they eat and the way they live their lives, the people they surround themselves with. So that's what I'm all about. And I'd love to know if you have a story here or there to tell about your journey into learning about the environment and what you put in and on your body and your husband and all of that. Well, I can tell you one thing. My husband, we, um, we were friends for 10 years, and then we've been married for two and a half years, almost three, and dating, so it'll be four years together. Wow. And when he started dating me, well, he was a customer first, and he was buying his skincare change. But once he started dating me, I switched everything with his food, and his, he was doing great skincare, so that part wasn't But When I switched his food, all of a sudden people kept saying, what is he doing? Like, why does he look so young? And everyone always asked him, what, you just don't age. And a lot of it has to do with the food. Wow. And the personal care makes a huge difference. And now he's like the biggest skincare snob that exists. He's horrible. He won't use anything unless it's a certain brand. And he's become like the worst snob. But I really see a difference in him. And even with myself, I've been, I haven't used chemicals in, oh my God, like 25 years. Wow. And I have an issue now. So when I go out in public, and I use the restroom. I can't use the hand soap in any restaurant or any department store or any mm. grocery store because the hand soap burns my hands. It feels like they're on fire. They turn instantly red and they start like bubbling because wow. my body is not used to using any synthetic or chemical products. 
So it's, it's, I mean, that's it's good, a, it's but really it, it's also a little burden to carry, but that's great. It's, it's horrible. So I carry, like, <laughs> a colloidal silver around to wash my hands, and I just put that on. I have to carry my own stuff in my purse. It's annoying, but it just goes to show you how crazy, once you get rid of all of the chemicals in your body, your body can't handle the chemicals. It they doesn't want it. Like, I mean, it's our natural state is to be, whole, you know, whole foods and whole everything. It's natural. It's, it's such a dramatic difference. And I've seen women that, you know, the biggest thing in my store is anti- everyone wants anti-aging, anti-aging. And, you know, no one wants to get Botox. That's the whole thing. Nobody really wants to get it, but everyone gets it because, you know, they look younger, they feel better. Mm-hmm. And now Botox is like, that's like the, who wants Botox? They get filler. So we have women that shop in the store and they, you know, they're in their like late 60s and they look amazing because they're eating clean, they're using great skincare, and they're just glowing. It looks wow. amazing. And then you see women that are doing all the fillers and they don't look so good. I just think it's so scary. I really do. I mean, luckily, I have the black don't crack situation going on. I'm going to be 48 <laughs> in October, and nobody knows that. They don't, they don't look at me and know that. Well, they but... do now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I tell everybody. I tell everybody. I, love, I actually love getting older because, I mean, I was an idiot when I was younger, honestly. I mean, if nobody tells you, I'll tell you myself. I just wasn't <laughs> making great choices. I wasn't surrounding myself with healthy people. I was all about a lot of secular and superficial things in my old career. And the past decade, it's been a world, you know, a world of difference because I honestly am careful about the energy I have around me, the people I have around me, and uh, it, it makes such a difference in your life. And also what you ingest and take in. I, I have no right guiding people in how to guide their lives and start over after treatment in a facility or during a crisis if I don't also live a clean, clear life. So, I mean, I'm happy to be 48 this year. I'm actually kind of embracing ahead. Woo! Because it's October, so it's going to be in October. But but it's one of those things that it's just when you realize that you're getting better with age, wiser with age, and the the fillers and the Botox and all this stuff I see, it's the oddest thing to me when I watch these programs of housewives that are doing these things to themselves. And my mom is from Charleston, West Virginia, and she also lives in the South Bay. So she doesn't see quite as much of this. She's not in the OC. She's out by Seal Beach, Long Beach, and she doesn't see it. So when she sees these shows, it's like, why would people think their lips should be like that or their face should not move? But it's because they, <laughs> they covet what they see. You know, that's human nature, and that's what you see in L.A. So those of you who are listening in other parts of the country and watch things that are filmed in California and wonder what is wrong with these people, it's a tweak in the brain that they've become accustomed to something. And what scares me is in 20 years, are they going to find out that that's a poison and their nose falls off or their, what, I mean, what it's going to happen? It's bad. It's bad. I mean, well, Botox is botulism. It's so botulism. Why would you, I, you know, come on. What are you putting in your face? I don't get it. It's what's sad is the women today that are in their 20s are doing it, and they don't need to do it. And they men. are doing it. Men and women. Yeah, it's terrible. It's, it's, I'm not, I, it's one thing I'm against, and it's really sad. You know, you're working with addiction and crisis. I will tell you, there are women that have their plastic surgery addicted. It's a huge no kidding. thing. No kidding. And implants can cause a lot of autoimmune issues. And the trend has been a lot of it is removing them. And I'm not shy about it. I did that. I removed them. And, um, 
and I've never been happier. It, it has changed things in my body and in my life because imagine if you left a piece of plastic internally inside you, like an IUD for 20 years or this or that, your body might be working to eject it. And they're sitting yeah. there saying, well, I don't know what's wrong with me. It's like, well, you've got poisons in your body. Even if it's water and it's saline, what about the plastic it's in? So it's, you know, I'm, I'm not telling anyone what to do, but I like to call awareness to things. And I think it's a good thing to be aware of. And I hadn't considered that until I started Googling books like The Naked Truth, which is a woman who was a doctor or is a doctor, and she had both kinds of implants and had them taken out. And there were people she met who were in wheelchairs because of implants and had moles on them when they took them out. So a lot of people that have health conditions are not... They're not connecting the dots that it may be what you're putting in your face. It may be a lip implant. It may be breasts. And now they're doing this butt thing that I totally don't understand, but I'm 48. So I guess I'm not supposed to understand it. But, um, but it's just people really, you know, everyone, think about what you're doing to yourself. Think about the long run, because I certainly wasn't thinking long term at 20. You know, I'm running around removing a tattoo and got those things out too. And it's just stuff that I thought forever doesn't seem like a long time when you're 19. <laughs> but That's you get true. older and thank goodness none of mine are deadly. But some people, I really don't know what these things are going to lead to in their future. And they're only concerned about the present moment. And that's not a way to live. You know, you've got to really consider the future and your health. And I consider the environment. Um, Maybe you can say a little more about it because I think vegetarianism and veganism is misunderstood. I love animals, but it's not just about the animal. It's the environment. It's the runoff. It's the gases. It's... Oh, well, I, I also think, yeah, I think, I don't think, I'm not, I'm not an advocate for not eating meat. I think everyone should, like, eat whatever they want, but they should do minimal. I don't think that when people eat meat, if you want to eat meat and you like it, that's great, but you should be buying grass-fed meat, you should be buying sustainable meat that are from companies that are, you know, great to, using things that are great for the environment. People don't need to eat a steak every night. You could have it, like, once or twice a week, some type of beef. And not buy from these, like, slaughterhouses that are just, they don't care about the environment, they don't care about the animals. That is, like, a whole, that's, like, a whole other subject because that just goes into, like, oh, yeah. craziness. What these oh, yeah, I've had someone I, on my show, actually, about that because the livestock, just the, the uh, cost to the environment of taking care of them and taking care of them poorly. And I just don't like eating anything that's suffered. I feel like I'm ingesting pain and suffering, really, myself, but... You know, to each their own, totally get it. And, um, and, you know, I try not to police anyone else, but when I'm talking about, you know, what's the real deal for my life, I really, you know, I did go back, back and forth with it. It was hard for me to come to terms with it because it's so much easier. And, um, and I thought it was really delicious at one point, but then I realized, no, it's the way they season chicken or this or that that makes it delicious. It's not by itself. It tastes like bleh, and a lot of them... I don't even buy the grass-fed and free-range. and I really honestly feel a lot of it is still torturous, and I don't want any suffering going into my body. I'm trying to lessen suffering for others, and certainly for myself. I've been through enough in this, in this yeah. one lifetime. So uh, it's, it's one of those personal choices, though, and I know it's not really popular with much of the country. So I don't go on and on about it, but it's something that I think about. Now, you said something that I didn't hear clearly. You said you're taking colloidal silver with you. I spray it on my yeah. throat. I love colloidal silver. What, what can it do for washing your hands? Oh, my God. It's a, it's a natural antibacteria. It's, it's the best thing ever. Um, we sell these little tubes. We sell large tubes, and we have, like, purse-sized tubes. And I use that. So after I use a restroom somewhere, 
I put that on my hands. I usually like wet my hands and then I'll put the colloidal silver on it and then dry it. And that's what I'll use as an antibacterial. It's the best thing for using on your hands as a because hand, hand sanitizers aren't that great mm-hmm. because they don't really do anything. People think and they have a ton of alcohol. Really in them. Yeah, they're just alcohol. So if you do the colloidal silver gel, or you could do a spray, but I do the gel. Um, it's I use it for everything. We use it if, if my face, if my skin, I get a pimple, I put it on my pimple, it's gone. If you get wow. like eczema or you have rashes, um, even like a heat rash, you can put it on, it's gone. It's gone. It's great for anything, a cut, anything. Everything. I gave my friend Angelica some because she was doing something where she was going to be uh, isolated in the jungle. And I thought, if you get a cut, a scrape, anything, use this. And then her dog ran away and he came back with a cut ear and she said, I'll spray the colloidal silver on him. And seriously, it's good for everything. And for doing this show and talking and talking in sessions all day and then sending my nurses out for my companioning, software companioning business and taking meetings with different therapists all over the you know, state about um, you know, different facilities and rehabs, I need to spray my throat, and I use colloidal silver throat spray, and it's, um, for people who don't know, it's C-O-L-L-O-I-D-A-L, colloidal, and then silver, like the, like the, like the metal, colloidal silver, and you can find it in most health, most health food stores or online, and you can find it at Green Line Beauty, I would imagine. Yeah, absolutely. We love colloidal silver. Like, yeah, we it's think everyone great. should own it. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of a do-everything thing, and it really does work. I mean, it's like uh, that movie, Big Fat Greek Wedding, where he sprays Windex on everything. <laughs> I'm yeah. kind of like that with colloidal silver. <laughs> I will tell you, if you get a toothache, um, it's, it's really interesting. I kind of go back and forth. I'm on a dentist thing because sometimes I think the dentist just want to charge you money, and it's really nothing going on. It could just be like you have a little infection in your gum or something like that, and you go into the dentist, and it's like $700 later. Mm-hmm. If you gargle with colloidal silver and then swish it in your mouth and leave it in for five minutes and then, like, you know, spit it out mm-hmm. and do that for, like, three days, I'm telling you, for me, I, I did it once and I couldn't, I was shocked. I have, all of a sudden, my tooth was feeling weird. I did that and within 24 hours, I had no pain, nothing. And I went to the dentist and they were like, I don't see anything. I mean, it's so pretty it's amazing. Like it's pretty amazing how these things and uh, my mom had a gum infection, and my sister gave her, I can't even remember which oil it was, but it was one of her natural oils um, that I was saying are at Bohemian Patriot on, on Facebook. And she's also under LaRae Williams, L-A, capital R-A-E, Williams. But she gave her something that she washed in her, in her mouth, and it was one of her natural oils that she sells, and it honestly healed it. And her cheek had swollen. I was horrified. I went and, you know, yelled at the dentist and, what have you done to my mother? She's never ill, never has anything. But it was an infection. And there's so many natural ways of healing. I mean, what about Castaway? You know, what did Tom Hanks do on that island, that character? <laughs> it's like the nature of things. And what did, what did the first man do on the planet? You know, they were hunter-gatherers. They used nature. They used plants, plant-based everything. And... um I think that returning to that is so healthy for our culture, for our world today, because we're in crisis. Our world is in crisis, not only, you know, racing extinction, which is a great documentary too, but we're racing extinction in so many areas. But the human race, all of us, you know, we've got so many conditions and they're replicating and duplicating because at at such a crazy rate, because we're used to it and we keep adding it. We keep putting it in instead of getting rid of it. That's true. 
doesn't make sense, does not make sense, people. So, yeah, I think it's just um, raising awareness about it is smart. Reading about natural products, organic, and the beauty products has been a hard one for me, I have to say. I get attached to my little Tom Ford cosmetics or things, and then I realize, no, no, go to Stacy. She's got a beautiful lipstick, too. <laughs> so I come into yeah, Greenline Beauty, and they're all beautiful, you know, your colors and the shades, and it's all nature that made them. Yeah, it's definitely gotten better over the years. It's gotten so much better. I think that now, um, going back to where people, if they can't afford stuff, um, they can make things in their that they have in their house already. And there are certain things that you can use, um, mm. like like you were saying before, like coconut. Coconut mm-hmm. oil, you can buy an organic coconut oil, and you can use that, I would, all over your body as your moisturizer. Mm-hmm. And you can do, like, fun things with it. You could take um, coconut oil and mix it with, like, avocado mm-hmm. and maybe put some, grind up some oats and make, like, an exfoliant for your face. So there are things that you can do, and coconut oil is really inexpensive. Yeah, it this really is. is. You can get it, and the glass thing. star, really whole product, and I use that all over myself. I truly do, and it smells so good, too. Yeah, people love it. Like, it's, it, that's, it's a great, great tip to do, and I was on, um, this is a crazy story, I was um, on the Coachella cruise. So mm-hmm. imagine going, I don't know if you've ever been to Coachella, but Mm-mm. so imagine going on a cruise to the Bahamas. And of course, I, you know, we're there for like five days and supposed to be this great cruise and someone stole my toiletries. So oh, no. they didn't steal my clothes. They stole my sunglasses and my toiletries. They stole all my skincare, all my cosmetics. Wow. So we were like, trying to find it. We can never find it. So we're on this cruise. We're stuck on this cruise. And what was I going to do? So I, you know, they had stores there, but they sold Lancome. They sold Clinique. I refused. Mm -hmm. And my friends are like, are you crazy? Just go do it. I said, no. So I went to the Italian restaurant on the cruise and I asked them for what olive oil they used. That's a good idea. Virgin olive oil. Mm -hmm. And they gave me a bottle and that's what I used the whole entire time on the cruise. And I thank God I had lipstick. So I was able to use, take a little bit of my lipstick, mix it with some olive oil, make a blush. And I just, I really didn't wear a lot of makeup the whole cruise. And that's just what it was. But my skin was fine. Everyone else's skin looked dry and horrible. And everyone's like, what are you doing? Yeah, it's interesting. You know, people just consider what they've got at their fingertips. It's really... There's a whole world of natural products in your refrigerator, and it doesn't have to be expensive. But if you are going to buy great products, greenlinebeauty.com, that's your website, correct? That's it. That's the way to go. And I've just been delighted to have you here today, Stacy. Thank you so much for being here. And um, I would love everyone to tune in next Tuesday and every Tuesday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time to hear me on The Real Deal with Danielle Delaney and all of my very educated, knowledgeable guests. And you can reach me at The Real Deal with Danielle at gmail.com or Danielle Delaney Counseling, that's C-O-U-N-S-E-L-I-N-G dot com. Take care, Stacy. Thank you so much. Thank you. And everyone okay. else, do well and be well and think about what you're doing to your body and take care of yourself. Until next time, take care. Thanks for joining us this week. Be sure to catch The Real Deal with Danielle Delaney live every Tuesday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
We can't wait for you to see what's in store next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.